The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. Hey, welcome back to another Mom Buns Podcast. I am Lauren, and joined always by Ashley. Yep. So let's see what's been going on. You know, doing the usual thing, parenting, trying to get some work done. (laughs) Are you parenting solo these days? You know what? It it hasn't gotten that bad yet. Uh, At at times, yes. But um, so far, we've been really lucky to have him around. Um, But you know, it's that's about to change. It's September. Yeah. Let's be real. Season is the is the hardest for you guys, right? Yeah, it is. And, and it's, it's lovely because he wants us to still join him sometimes. And he's like, hey, I'm going to this place. Do you guys want to come? I'm like, well, she has school on Monday. So no, we can't come for the weekend. <laughs> to a place that's a four-hour flight away now. Yeah. The, awesome. Things are different now. So it's, it's, I will say it's, it's kind of nice because it does add an element of stability with a kid in elementary school that we can't do all the things, but it does make me miss doing all the things. Sure. So, um, if you can pick and choose, like when you actually get to go, then that's kind of nice too. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's, it's, I'm excited to get back into like the routine of it, of where we're used to him being gone. And because, and I say excited in that regard of like, it just sucks when he's gone now, like you get kind of reused to it all over again. So yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah. I, I usually try because I can kind of change my schedule. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to be gone in September for the reason of school and just getting back into that routine and getting everybody comfortable with that. So I think I have like exactly one trip this month and it's just on a weekend. Like, so oh. it's not even like other than soccer games right. on a Saturday, like shouldn't be too hard. Um, but then starting in October, I have a couple more things where I'll be gone. Like you know, so I'm starting to kind of already arrange that and start to see like, okay, well, we have soccer practice every day of the week. Um, what are we going to, you know, how are we going to handle that? And who do I need to lean on and bring in or that kind of thing? So I definitely hear you um, with the travel. Like it, at least you guys do have a little bit more consistency as and you have a, a high season and, and somewhere where you can get used to it. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. What does that do to your love life? that's a good question (laughs) well when he's gone not much (laughs) (laughs) it's you know I will tell you sometimes it's hard because like if he's gone a lot then you kind of feel the should like oh but you're home now so we probably should do it um and then you're like but I don't want to do it because we should right you know what I mean and plus we're tired you know if he's traveled all day and I've, you know, it's been a rough day with the girls. I don't like the should, but I will tell you one piece of advice one of my friends gave me was sometimes in order to get yourself in the mood, you kind of have to go through the motions of like, okay, let's do this. It's happening, whatever. And then you get there and you're like, okay, I'm having a great time. You know, it's like, you didn't want to go to the party, but you went anyway and you're having a blast. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel about it. Not that it's ever bad. It's just, you know, sometimes you are too tired and I'm not the only one who says that. It's not just me, you know, it's sometimes it's just, you're exhausted and sleep sounds so, so much more appealing. 
Right. Actually, that happened to us the other night. Really? Yeah. It was just kind of was like, yeah. And then we both were just kind of like, I think he just kind of fell asleep. Oh, that's fine. I guess it's fine. I guess that's what we're doing then. Yeah. That's fair. No, well. That's fair. Um, But we're not the kind of people that like would actually like schedule it out. No. I feel like I'm kind of like, well, if we did, be a lot more consistent. Um, Right. And we wouldn't have to play the whole like waiting game of like, I'm going to go like, like go hang out at like 10 and maybe you'll come join me, you know, like kind of thing. Like, is that what, is that what is said? Uh, No, it's not like, but it's sometimes it's like, uh, I'm kind of like, I'll just go to bed, like go to bed early, kind of Uh like, I'll just go watch TV in, um, and just wait, you know, and just see like, but then, so I'm like, well, if, if he knew that it was a thing today, then like, we're really bad about like, we've never been like, we've never done like the whole sexting thing. We've never done like the whole innuendo and, and whatever, like mostly because when we were dating, if he was home, like not on the Navy ship and we saw like, whatever we saw each other, that's just kind of the first thing we did. Well, yeah. Yeah. So like every day, like that's just, we like, he'd come over, I'd come over, like that happened. Then we'd be like, okay, we're, what are we going to have for dinner? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was just kind of the thing. And so, right. um, and when he was on the ship, uh, cause he was in the Navy when I met him and was deployed for like eight months of the first year, which then, yeah, that makes sense that when he was home, we would, um, yeah. so I, but he knew the guys that looked through, like somebody sees every single email that comes through. Right. Maybe like the things that come through the IP, like they would be able to see. And he's like, I know people look, I know that things get passed around. He's like, I don't want you in that. Like, I don't want anybody else to see it. So don't send me nudes. I mean, that was like a pretty. Unless you want the ship to see. Yeah. He's like, and he didn't want that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. Um, and so that was pretty much like the rule, right? Like don't send sexy photos. Don't do those things because it's going to get on the ship. And so I think that kind of also got baked into the top of the relationship where it's like, like very, very, very rarely in the nine years we've been married in like 11 years we've been together. Have I sent him like a sexy text? Okay. It's just like not my jam. So and it doesn't have to be everybody's jam. I think, I mean, we've done it every once in a while, um, but it's not like, I, it's more like just, I miss you. Yeah. I just need you to come home now. I need I you send to- a bitmoji. Like, does that count? See, yeah. I think that counts in my world. That's what we do. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, ha, 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 you're so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, now the more that we talk about this, I'm like, maybe I'm more prude than I thought I was. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's more of like, I don't think it's a prude thing. I think it's everybody's level of practicality mm-hmm. and everybody's comfort level. Like there are some people that are super into all the lingerie stuff, like super into that. And that's totally cool. That's not what happens at my house. <laughs> like at my house, I don't need that, which is so lovely. Like, it's like, no, just that, that gets in the way. Just right. don't even worry about that. Let's just get to the bottom of this. Like, it's that, and so that's nice because I don't want to wear it. It's not comfortable. No, it's not comfortable. It's expensive. Not on Amazon. 
Ooh, see Amazon. Yeah. But I didn't know this until I was like looking for my sister's bachelorette party last month. And I was on looking for something that I could give her and I didn't have time to do the Victoria's Secret thing or whatever. Uh, um, so I was like, I don't know, high-waisted, lacy bottoms, you know, like whatever came up. Right. But I found some like, um, like it's not a leotard. What's that called? Oh, a teddy. You know, like, so, like something that kind of yeah. like snaps at the bottom and yeah. whatever. And I was like, those are cute. And it was like, and then I found her something else. And like the whole thing was like 30 bucks for like two pieces. And I was like, maybe I should buy more of this. And, and I was like, like hmm. no, but it's like from China. So why would I? No. Right. Because it no. takes 30 days to get that. Yeah. So maybe I won't. But um, anyway, you need just something to spice it up or you want to try something. Like I was like, maybe it. I get one of those lacy tops things just to wear under like certain shirts or garments and I was like oh like okay that's a good reason to do that but it's also in now yeah that's true like that's that's an in thing so you're not only in fashion but then you know and there's nothing wrong I don't think there's anything wrong especially when you're married of trying something new I draw the line at certain things <laughs> I'm sorry I know we're talking about sex on this podcast but I will not go there I'm not going to say that out loud um but also it shifts. So like you were talking about when you first started dating and he was on the ship. And when we first started dating, it was the same thing. Like it didn't matter that he wasn't on a ship. That was exactly the same program at our house, but things change. You get married, you get busy, you get jobs, you have children. And I feel like that changes everything. Well, even when we moved in together, so we moved in right as we were getting engaged um, because it made sense with leases and things. And even though like we were more available to each other, kind of some of that had like already started to shift in that I, when you're in the mentality of like, I'm going home and this person just happens to be there versus I'm at my house and I'm going to see you mm-hmm. or you're coming to see me. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, you open the door, you greet them. Even somebody walks in, like, you're like, hi, I haven't seen you. Like, thank you for coming. When you're going home, you're just going home. Like it doesn't matter. So, so I will walk in from being gone and I don't, it'd be funny how you guys do this, but I'll walk in from being gone for two days, three days, five days. And my husband sometimes doesn't even get off the couch or like out of bed, like to like welcome me home, you know, like yes. even like a, Hey, I missed you. And I'm like, come on. Like, right. I would like to give you a hug. I just got here. You know, right. Thing. And, uh, and it doesn't happen for me like that all the time. So you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. I, I recognized that that's a big deal to my husband. So when he comes home, I make a big deal out of it, but he makes such a big deal out of seeing our children that sometimes I'm like, dude, you've been here for 10 minutes and I didn't even get a kiss. Hello. And you've been gone for five days. Right. Yeah. Cause now he's also like, coming to them. Right. I'm sorry. And I'm, I would rather it be that way, but also like, I need attention because you've been gone. Yeah. So come on. So it's fair, but I mean, and it just depends too. I mean, you're normal, you're human beings. And there's sometimes I'm like, okay, you've been gone way too long and they need to go to bed so we can have some alone time. Yes. And I don't mean with my clothes on. So just like, let's get this bedtime shit happening. It needs to, they need to go to bed. I don't care if it's seven o'clock. <laughs> They need to go to bed. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yes, because it's just not, 
I mean, and that's the thing is like, it's weird for us because we're both home in the middle of the day sometimes. Oh yeah. Which is lovely because by bedtime and, you know, especially when it's shit show bedtime with the kids, I don't have it left in me to be like, Ooh, yeah, I feel so sexy. It's like, no, I just want to go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> so in the middle of the day, this is really handy when we're both home. It's like, oh, hey, there's nobody around. Right. That doesn't happen to everybody. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't. Actually, I'm trying to think. We used to have Friday dates before we had three kids. We, we only <laughs> had one or two, and they had daycare on Fridays, and Garrett doesn't work on Friday. So we would, you know, like have day dates and things. Mm-hmm. and sometimes it was that. And sometimes it was like actually go out and hang out and do things. Now I feel like it's actually more, not more consistent, but it happens as much in the mornings as it does, especially on the weekends as it does at night. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Here's my concern. If it happens in the mornings and the kids get up, are they going to come in the room? Usually it happens after they've already said good morning and they're watching their shows and like, munching on cereal or like because in the morning all my kids want to do is like get up get some food and like watch an hour of tv which is kind of what we allow them to do nice so unless they got to run in for something because our bedroom is right off the main floor okay you'll love this our door doesn't lock what (laughs) oh that just scares me to my very soul so i mean it's it's if that happens, then it's, it's pretty tame or not tame, but it's like, you know, certain positions and, and under the covers, right? Cause so, you're playing roulette here. You, yeah. This gives me anxiety just talking about it. <laughs> Does it? No. Yes. It gives me anxiety. So they're okay. And it, like, and it's never been really an issue. So yeah. So it's yeah, cause I'm like paranoid. Like it'll be nap time. Everybody's home. We put them down for a nap and I'm like, you don't touch me until they are asleep. And the door is locked because what if they get up? I am telling you. And it's funny because he even said the other day, I was like, nope, just wait. He's like, but they're in bed. And it was like 8.30 or 9. I'm like, just wait. Oh, see, 20 minutes later, somebody got up to poop. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, I see where you're coming from here. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to relax and enjoy this if I think some kid's going to walk in on me and I have to give some speech about how we decided we were going to wrestle. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't even know what you would say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would say if I got caught. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I do know, like, I know for some people that they do have to schedule it. Like, that's just what works for them. Actually, I would be totally open to, like, hey, like, when I'm trying to think like right now we're in soccer season. So like what day actually makes sense, but like, Hey, if it hasn't happened by him, like we're, it's going to happen here. And then probably once on the weekend, right. Like, or like one night on the weekend. So we'll see. But, um, it's really funny. So since I had my son, um, about two years ago, like I never went back on birth control. So my hormones have totally regulated themselves back into a, like a thing where like I can really sense much better than I could when I was like in college or whatever. Like I can pay attention to like kind of those natural patterns of, so like, I'm like, okay, well this Catholic family planning thing, like you can see where that came from, right? Like totally. no other technology and see where, um, where this kind of came from. And you can tell, like, I can tell like 
two weeks after my period, like when I'm like for a whole week, it's like, mm-hmm. we're doing it like every night, like, let's go. I'm, Why are your clothes still on? Yeah. Like it's yeah. like bedtime and I'm just like, can you finish the dishes? Let's go do this thing. Screw so, the dishes. Just get in here. Yeah. So like, and, and I can totally tell. And then I can oh, tell yeah. like just before, and then like just mm-hmm. right before the period starts, like there's like a little bit more of like a, okay, like probably because your body's like, you're not getting any for a week. So I'm about to be mean to you. <laughs> so let's be nice and then we'll be mean. Um, you know, so I can definitely feel like when the hormones are kind of more surging and stuff. And I think that's really interesting because if you have been on birth control, you've gotten away from kind of your natural body rhythms, because mm-hmm. it's true. Like if you have those hormones, like it's, it's changing those patterns. Um, it's going to affect that a little bit. So uh, I can tell, and I'm like, I kind of asked him, I was like, can't you tell too? Like there's a week every month where I'm ready to go. And he was like, you know, I'm like, that's that. Well, that's ovulation. That's uh-huh. my body wants to make another baby. Like I don't want another baby. My body wants to make another baby. Um, but isn't that funny? Like he probably baby. doesn't even, he probably can't even keep track. He's just excited. He's getting some. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like they're like, I don't care. It's cool. Whatever. So that's fine. Yeah. I think, I think it's funny because I just remember, like, I feel like it's changed so much. It's like, you know, you first start dating and you're always doing it. And then it kind of wanes. Like I got a job where I worked in the middle of the night. So that kind of ruined it for a little while. Not that it ruined it, but like it changes. Mm -hmm. Then you have a kid and I swear no one prepares you for how it is after you have a baby because they haven't gotten any for, I don't know how long because nobody really is like, Hey, I'm eight months pregnant. Let's do it all the time. No one I know. What? You? (laughs) Kind of. Kind of. How? I was like, I am so uncomfortable. Eh, there's ways around that. All right. I like, all right. Okay. This is good to know. Yeah. Good to know. I mean, it can happen. No, totally. It can happen. But like, I remember just feeling so huge that I was like, I don't feel attractive. Well, I wasn't like flaunted and around or anything like that. It was, it's more like, here's two positions. Pick your, pick your pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the rest of my body feels uncomfortable. So make some part of it feel great. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, but like, for me, I just remember being terrified of having sex after I had a kid. Terrified. You had natural births? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I remember the first time, and I think I waited a little extra long. My doctor was like, I can tell you, quote unquote, that you need to wait a little longer. I'm like, could you just, I'm just <laughs> so afraid. And I think like, you know, I kind of, between the window she gave me and when we decided, but I, it hurt. It was like knives were in there. Oh, and it, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so painful. And I think I tried not to cry because yes. it hurt so badly. I remember that. Not so much with the C-sections, but when I had Lena, she was natural. I V-backed with her and um, same thing. Like we waited like six or seven weeks and yep. I was like, okay, we can try. And it just, yeah, same thing. I'm trying not to cry. I, I, it does not feel good at all. And he felt so bad that he didn't want to do it mm-hmm. because he just knew, like, I mean, even if I, he couldn't see my face and I was just like grimacing. Right. Your like, whole body is tense. Tense and, and not in a good way. Just know, like, like you're trying to do this for me, but also like, he's like, I don't, 
it's not going to be good for me if it's not good for you. Right. And so he's just like, well, just keep waiting. But it took probably six months before I even felt good enough that I wanted to, like, I wanted to try. Right. But it was like that I wanted to keep going. Right. It probably took at least six months. Cause I, you know, there's, I tore and there's things that just need to heal and get back. Well, and then it's all like discombobulated in there after you have a kid. Yeah. There's scar tissue. I mean, it, it hurts. Yeah. So that is totally normal. Yeah. But, but then I know some people crappy. Yeah. But then I know some people, I think that's also like <laughs> women's bodies evolving to like, you know, there are people who have Irish twins, but uh, I think right. for the most part, like, I think a woman, woman is like, slow your roll for a minute. Like, yeah, that's to happen again for a little while. Um, but there are women that like can go like four five, six weeks and then they're fine. And again, like if you don't, have a vaginal birth, then that, that I think also makes a difference, except then you're dealing with scars. So you also have to be careful about that pressure and it's a wound. And yeah, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how you navigate that. For me, like I always dilated the full amount. Okay. I had C-sections. Yeah. So like my body, like, even though nothing came out, like things were moving so it still took a little bit of time to to get that back to normal to back and, to the new normal right and that's the thing is that it changes every time because I remember the first kid it was like horribly painful so I was very gun shy after the second kid and that one wasn't as bad and I don't know if it's because something else came out of the shoot and we changed things again but I remember thinking like am I ever gonna have like is this ever gonna be super enjoyable Again, because then the other thing is you're leaking everywhere. So like, I didn't need anybody touching my chest. Please don't touch that. That's someone's food area now. That is not for you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It takes a long time. Like that doesn't, that doesn't make me excited. I know that makes you excited. Please don't touch that. That's where somebody eats. Back the (laughs) off. Like I would wear shirts because all I can, I just don't. And he's like, what is happening? Like, what is, what is this? Yeah. And I just, I couldn't. I cu- no, I, I totally understand that. Okay. But fast forward because now we've just, first of all, this is like the most PG sex discussion ever. It's um, true. Which is true. But also that's a little bit more our style. And then. Yes. Also, <laughs> also in the interest of my husband, whose job is in the public eye. I feel like I can't divulge too much. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask you to divulge a little bit because now okay. after we've scared every woman who's either thinking about having a baby or has just be had fine. a baby, you, it will It'll get fine. better. So you let me fine. ask you, sex in your 30s, mid 30s, late 30s compared to like your 20s. Oh, way better. So much better, right? Hands down. Like my body, do you feel like your body like just, it just knows what it's doing. Like it's in yeah. a groove. Yes. And also like, I'm more comfortable. Like, you know what? I'm X amount of pounds overweight right now. Like baby stuff aside. It also, I I mean, it, it makes a difference. I'm with somebody who is just like, I love you no matter what you look like. Yeah. So I feel like that plays a huge part in it. Um, and how do I say this in a PG way? It can be PG 13. This is so much information. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable in my belly right now, but I feel, okay. So let me just say it like this. 
I had been with somebody for a long time before I had married my husband. We'll just leave it at that. That person did not make me feel comfortable in the things that we did all the time. And that was both a lack of security on my part and a lack of maturity on his. Mm -hmm. Like you don't make somebody else feel shitty about how they are when you're doing that. Like that's a very intimate thing. It's very private and you don't shame somebody for whatever. Mm -hmm. I am very lucky that I married somebody who would never make me feel bad about if I have sex with you and I just worked out, like you better know that I'm going to smell sweaty. <laughs> right. Like that's just how it is. Yeah. And if you can't handle that, then maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I'm luckily I'm married to a person who's like, I don't care. Right. Like, I, and that's how it should be. But because of that experience I've had in the past, there have been a lot of things that we've had to, uh, I've had to overcome and that he'd say, okay, like, how about we try this? And it's nothing crazy. Right. It's normal stuff, but I still don't feel comfortable because somebody else made me feel bad about that in my quote unquote previous life. So I say now, knowing what I know and being with whom I'm with, of course it's way better. Mm -hmm. Like I can just relax and let go and have a great time. Don't you think in your twenties, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. It's like, you're always worried about, do I look okay? Are they going to think I'm fat? Are they going to think my parts are weird? Yeah, you know what I mean? Trying to figure it out anyways. Like, I don't, what do I like? What is, what is this person good at? Sometimes yes. like if you're in a longer term relationship, um, you know, you start to get comfortable and you do that. If you're dating or, you know, you're not, you're not with somebody for long enough to really like get comfortable with them and figure it out. It's a whole lot of just like, well, this is what I like. So this is what I know. Right. Like, yeah. and, and so you don't really get a chance to like explore and be comfortable and, and find out what somebody else likes and, and help them. But yeah, I'm like, how do I say all these things without actually saying too much? Right. Uh, and embarrassing my husband. Um, but, you know, he is, my husband as much is a giver. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. And I'm like, I am so on board with that. <laughs> so I'm like, one, it works out really good for me. And two, like, he's, he's willing to share. And so. As he should be. I'm just like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, how do we tell more people that like, it's okay to be a, a giver and a taker, you know, in yes. the bedroom and like, and your partner should be equally, right? Cause, yes. Because the guys know they got one, maybe two shots, right? <laughs> to fire. But <laughs> if you find the right guy, they're going to find out how many shots you got to fire. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And that can be a lot of fun. Yes, it can. Yes. Well, and I think they should be concerned with the amount of, of how much fun you're having. Yeah. Like that is, if you are with the right person, they deeply care whether or not you're having a great time. Right. And sometimes that doesn't mean that they finish. Like, okay, well then fine. We'll move along and then you get your turn later yeah. or whatever. But like, I feel like that's not something we're taught. We're not taught to have those conversations with people unless you're in a longer relationship. 
at least not in our generation. Yeah. Like, I don't ever plan to go back to the dating world or the whatever. Like, God, no, please, no, don't. But knowing what I know now, and it's interesting because you you look at people who have had relationships or who are a little bit more, you know, mature and a little bit older in life and getting back in. And I'm like, no, I would never sleep with someone before they made me first. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why? Like. No. Oh, because I got things that can help me in that department. Like, do I really need you? Nah. Not really. <clears throat> especially so. if you're not going to, especially if you're going to be a total dick about it. I mean, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> but it's yeah. true. Like, it's, right? and you're okay with saying, this is what I want right now, or this is what I need. Like, I will full on say that. Like, I need you and it needs to happen soon. So let's figure out what's happening. You, what you have to do, but like, I mean, that, I think that's as close as the sexy text as I get. Like, can you please just get on a plane and get home now? Yeah. Because I need this. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just, it's just so much more like, you know, I think sex in a marriage gets a bad rap because you're with the same person, but there is so much safety in that if you're with the right person. And like, I've never once been like, wow, my sex life is boring. And I've been with the same person for what, how old am I now? 13 years. Mm-hmm. No, no. I, we were actually talking about that. And I'm like, we are still really good at this. Yeah. We have gotten better. And even like the post, like minus like that, really like that five years where like, we're really having like in the last year or so, I feel like we've really stretched it out. Like, okay. Like we're in a place where like, we're not doing like, living on three hours of sleep at a time right a place where we can kind of like get back together and we've gone long stretches like long stretches or it could be he lived on a ship i know but we but even like in our everyday life it might be two weeks and we're like like right you know like we're just because we're tired with things but then you're like you have a good romp and then you're like why don't we do this more right like right like it right really good at it together so like we should. And like, it's very true. Like when we're starting to feel more disconnected, like we start to butt heads a little bit more, get a little bit picky. Yep. The first thing, like if we can get back to that place yep, where like we just get reconnected in that way and we like, you know, it brings us back around. We just get some of that frustration out or whatever. Like then we're, we're good for a little while. So it's like, it is really healthy for your relationship just because you're married you should not have a bad like sex in a relation in a marriage shouldn't have a bad rap because no yeah like I mean we were good when we started maybe right we could do different things and maybe we could go for longer do it more times in a day or whatever because right. we had no children we had nothing else to do right let's go to the beach let's come home let's do the, you know like yes so this come home Da-da-da. all day every day yeah but uh but I think that's normal way better yes way better yeah, and but I would agree. Still room for invention. Just the oh, other yeah. night. Yeah. Nice. He pulled out a couple tricks and I was like, what's going like that was new and different. And he was like, Yes. <laughs> so you know, like like you said, doesn't hurt to try anything. He's competitive. He told me he's like, I'm competitive. So that's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, so here's what I want to know. Have you guys ever had angry sex? Probably. Is that thing you guys do? Uh, we don't really, we don't really fight for one. 
Like we, we don't really, we definitely don't knock down, drag it out. Right. Um, so we have had like where we're like, yeah, we haven't been happy. And, and that's kind of part of like what I said, like you just, if we right. can knock it out, then that's going to help us come back together mm-hmm. um, and then we'll be fine. I mean, like not mean angry, but yeah. like, uh, so irritated at you still, but you're being kind of nice and that feels good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Does that work for you? Right. Um, I think, yeah, like every once in a while, I think that's happened, but like angry, angry, like there, when he reaches a certain point, he's like, I'm not even going to talk to you, let alone lay next to you or anything else. So like when you see it in movies and TV and it's like super intense and like go from angry, like super angry, screaming at each other, knock down, drag out to that, like that, that doesn't happen in my house. It doesn't happen in my house either. I don't think that's real life. I don't know. Probably for some people. Maybe, maybe. They had, they, they had to have gotten inspiration somewhere. Right. It had to come from something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not a thing we do at all. But it's just, yeah, it's just interesting how it evolves and how, like, I just, and we have the same conversation. Like, I hope other married people have a, you know, enjoy this like we do because mm-hmm. it would make me sad if they didn't. Well, I'm even kind of like, how do you, like, when you have to talk to your kids about sex, like what are the things that you know, like not like the first conversation, but like as they start to get into relationships, as they want to be sexually active, like how do you tell your daughter or your son, like find a, you know, when they are 18, when they are 20, when they're 22, like can you have that those conversations that say like, you know, this is supposed to be a really good and healthy and beautiful thing. And mm-hmm. like, that you got like I have boys, so I'm like, how do I get him to like tell them to like, like yeah. you know, to be as good to their partners as he is to me, right? right? You would hope that that would be a conversation that we could have, but I don't know that that's. I never got that conversation. Right? No, I just got and, the awkward sex conversation. Yeah. I wanted to crawl out of my own skin out of the car when it was happening. But I think like at some point maybe hopefully you get to a level where you're like, look, like you want to marry this person? Like, is everything good? Mm-hmm. You know, is everything good? Right. Cause I don't, I don't think we live in a day and age there. Most people will have sex before they get married. And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with trying the shoe on before you buy it. Because excuse me, I do think that there is such thing as sexual chemistry. And I do think that there can be times when this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this doesn't work. And yeah, I think that there are ways to communicate so that it works better. But I also don't, I don't think that, I think that you have to be careful with that because that, like you said, it helps you reconnect and you can tell, I mean, I don't know about for you, but for me, it's like, it's like you turn, it's like you said, you turn around and it's been two weeks and you're like, oh geez. And then you're like, oh, we're kind of a little bickery or getting on each other's nerves a little bit easier than normal. And it's because you have that disconnect. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, even times my husband will look at me and be like, you need an attitude adjustment and I know what's going to fix that. (laughs) And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) I mean, it's true though, because like, it's just, uh, and they, I feel like they connect better with us in that regard. And sometimes I think that's a very male trait and that might sound sexist, but I just feel like that's as a general stereotype that that's, you know, they feel connected with us when that happens. 
I don't always, and I think a lot of women, they want the communication along with that. But there are times when I feel like I am quote unquote the guy and I'm like, dude, you fell asleep two nights in a row. You're leaving me hanging here. I'm just getting a little grouchy. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And which I think is, it's not typical, but maybe it is, maybe it is. And I'm just more comfortable saying it. I don't know. Yeah. I think you got to speak it to your needs. I think it's huge because if you don't get them met, whether it's in communication or in the bedroom or whatever, that can be a slippery slope. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's as detailed as we're going to get today. That's your PG related, uh, PG sets conversation here on the mom bones podcast. Yes. 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 It's pretty PG. That was, that was pretty good. I think the husbands wouldn't be too embarrassed. No. Mine might be a smidgen, but. Your mom might be embarrassed. Oh, definitely. Definitely my mom. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So let's just, we'll put that warning out there. Do not listen, parents. (laughs) I think once they see the title, then they're probably not going to listen. They probably won't. That's one we're going to skip. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, ladies and gents, put your buns up. Yep. Be a giver and a taker. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns Podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.